Forgotten Liam versus Evil. So I'm, I think I'll be going back to Ibrox very soon. That is um, the home ground of Rangers Football Club, Glasgow Rangers. Um, still the same club. Don't let um, the haters tell you any different. Um, but you know what? Because I've always felt like I'm a Rangers supporter just because of the school that I went to and whatnot. But if you're if wise to Glasgow football at all, you know that it's obviously, you know, it's, it's there's two teams, Celtic and Rangers, and you're split down the middle. Well, I came from a family that is split in the middle, not split in the middle in rivalry, but my mum's side of the family is Rangers, my dad's side of the family is Celtic, so like I, I grew up with both sides, seeing both sides. So, But going to the games, you get totally invested in, in like actual sport, and I, I'm properly a Rangers supporter now, and it's, it's, I feel like Elijah Wood in Green Street. The first week I went, I was like, well, this is good, this is fun, listening to everybody screaming and shouting and singing next to me, I'm thinking, oh, fuck. And now I'm like fucking joining in, like fucking giving it yaldy with all the songs. However, I, I can't actually sing all the songs. I won't say um, God Save the Queen because I don't care about the Queen and I want Scotland to be independent and I won't say Fuck the Pope. Actually, no, wait, I hate religion, so I will say Fuck the Pope. But I can't sing My Dad Was an Orishman because he's a Catholic, so... I cannot believe that last week he started an episode uh, with sports nutritionists. <laughs> this week you're starting with fucking Celtic and Rangers. What's going to be next week? I'm a proper um, sports nut. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, my latest podcast I'm actually listening to is a, is a Fitbit-related podcast. <laughs> Honestly, fucking two Rangers games and uh, two Rangers games have done that to you. Oh, the worst display of football in Scotland. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's <laughs> that's not fun. That's now not we fun know now. what side of the fence that uh, Liam sits on, eh? The, the name Liam <laughs> alone lets you know what side of the fence I sit on. Welcome to Scotland Liam versus Evil, episode one hundred and four. I'm Scott, and I'm Liam. Despite last week me referring to the episode as one hundred and two the whole way through it. Just sometimes big numbers get me. Yeah, it's difficult. I sometimes don't know how to count. Or read. Or read. Or so, watch films. Yeah, so all these things um, <laughs> do confuse me. However, I did watch this movie. I watched this movie today, in fact. So I am. F- it's fresh in the mind right now. And it's your pick, it so pick. you are allowed to give it away if you want. Right, I picked a, a PG, a family-friendly movie. And again, as we always remember after we try and pretend it's a secret, if you're if you're auto playing this and not realising what you're listening to then that's the only reason you won't know what episode what movie we've picked <laughs> anyway I picked Roald Dahl's The Witches it is from 1990 it is directed by Nicholas Roge Roge Roeg Roeg which because of Don't Look Now it makes this an actual horror movie even though it's a PG film for kids however if you look at Nicholas Roeg's IMDB I think Don't Look Now is the only horror movie he did so mm. he died recently so R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Nicholas Roeg I'm not saying it because I've obviously said it wrong twice. <laughs> it turns out I do not know how to say second name. Nicolas Rouge. Uh, it stars Angelica Houston, uh, Ron Atkinson, Bill Parson, and uh, a myriad of other people. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> aye, it's, it's, it's a good uh, cast. It's a good cast. <laughs> so the synopsis is a young boy stumbles onto a witch convention and must stop them even after he's been turned into a mouse. That is a fucking massive spoiler. If you had not seen the witches, yeah, but or um, read the book, yeah, well, I haven't read the book. I don't suppose it could it be that probably big. has about sixty-four pages. Yeah, so. I read a lot of Roald Dahl books <laughs> when I was younger, but um, the witches was not one of them. The twits, the twits, the twits yeah. was a good one. Um, Charlie and the Great Grass Elevator. Yep, uh, great, 
Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator as opposed to what I just said, which is Charlie in the Great Grass Elevator, which is a fucking brilliant concept for a story that I might actually write. Kid wins a ticket, goes round like a, yeah, a marijuana cultivation. Gets in the lift and gets high as fuck. No, basically, does the same as Charlie Chocolate Factory. Like Only each, it's a weed factory. Each of, the, each of the folk kind of fall at each hurdle. Like, oh, it's a drugs factory because some it's like. Um, yeah, no, no, it's just weed, there's MDMA and other uh, rooms, no, mushrooms. No, no, it's all it's all safe drugs. But it's all different highs. No, it's all safe drugs. Mm-hmm. It's my fucking story. Right, okay, sorry. I was just trying to actually join in one time. So, no, but then I should say, oh, oh, this is amazing. We came up with the best ideas and you nah, claim it I was, trying to, I was trying to throw in some ideas. Right, well, uh, wait, wait till I've actually said it. So right. then we go around. They all smoke all the different plants. Each kid does a different fucking thing. He then goes up in a great grass elevator, which is an elevator made entirely of cannabis. Right. Don't know where he goes, because right. that probably wouldn't work. It wouldn't move. No. But he's high as fuck anyway. Uh-huh. And then he owns the factory. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it turns out that the factory is actually a mental institution because he's been... Uh, locked up for toxic psychosis is that a dig uh, me smoking weed and going to end up with toxic psychosis absolutely not I'm just pointing out the true facts and dangers it feels like a fucking dig it's not a dig it feels like a dig um, this is why you're not part of the story anyway <laughs> we'll play the trailer for the witches and then we'll get into it from the incredible imagination of Jim Henson and director <laughs> Nicholas Rogue comes a fascinating new fantasy adventure The Witches for when a little boy accidentally stumbles into their secret world, he finds they've got a lot more power to me. than he ever imagined. Grandma, it's me, Luke. Luke. They turn me into a mouse. Oh, my. Who's the Grand High Witch? Join Luke on his remarkable journey. Bye. Now, the witches are on his tail. And he must scurry around their evil plots. Squeak past every danger. Finally setting the trap that will save the world from the witches. You are in for a treat. You must stop them. Now, let me tell you, this is certainly not a fucking film for kids. It is not a film for fucking kids. I, if, if you I, want to know what films <laughs> are for fucking kids, okay, yes. pick let it, me pick, tell you. Picking my grandma. Um, <laughs> uh, this actually, my notes actually written better. It's certainly fucking not for kids. All right, <laughs> right. Let me tell you the story. I've probably told it before, but let me tell it again. I was taken to see this movie in the cinema in Hamilton, in what I believe is an Odeon. It's not. It's been yeah. knocked down. It's round the uh, corner from where the cinema is just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and it was my aunt Carol that took me, and I believe uh, her daughters, my big cousins, Leanne and Lindsay. We went to the cinema. I checked the release date. I would have been four years old at this point. It was nineteen ninety. It was before my birthday, and I think I got. Incidentally, I was less than one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and the reveal scene. Well, the 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 reveal scene at the 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 feast. Uh, or the, the the meeting, sorry, that we'll get to eventually. Just ah, shot myself. I think <laughs> like, I, literally. I think, shot I, think I might have. I went hysterical. I was greeting. I had to be taken <laughs> out of the cinema. That's my first memory of watching this this movie. 
and uh, I didn't like it. However, um, however, let's uh, find out uh, if it's as good as I remember the second time I watched it, because, like I say, I've blocked the first time out. Well, you've picked it, so let's fucking hope it's good. And then I'll give you my opinion on the witches. Okay. Bear in mind, last week I said that next movie you pick, regardless, I'm going to fucking hate and destroy. And then I go and pick a fucking classic. Mm. So I've already talked about this in the uh, 1990s summer series with Duncan and stuff. I've already the talked podcast under the stairs. The podcast under the stairs. I've already discussed the witches. I watched it really recently. So, so some so some people listening who are crossover listeners may already know your opinions and may have heard some of your yes. opinions. I have not listened to that episode. Sorry, I hold my hands up. I don't have time. <laughs> um, so I, I'm well, about not, to... In fact, there you fucking go again. So you've got time <laughs> to go watch Fipper. You've got time to go to the gym. And you've not got time to watch movies, even though you host a horror podcast. You need to check your head. Yeah, it's just yeah, out. my priorities. Well, I, I, however, this does mean that <laughs> everything you say will be brand new information to me, so that's a good thing that I've yeah. not done that. Did you know that the start of this, see the bit where it's uh, in Norway, in Bergen, the like, wee houses yeah, yeah. before they go away, that is the same street. You watch Lords of Chaos? Uh-huh. The same street that Varg stayed in. So the house he left to go and kill Euronymous was on that street. In Bergen. Where they filmed it? Yep. Oh, that's Because that's cool. the street me and Lena stayed in. We went to Norway. And I did not know that at the time. It's only from watching the movie I went, that's that fucking street. Googled it. Sure as fate. Watching Lords of Chaos. I went, that's fucking Bergen. Well, I knew it was Bergen. But that's that street in Bergen. Googled it. Same fucking place. That would, so, been, that would have been pretty cool to see the, to know it was the witchy street as well. I, I didn't know it at the time, but mm. I didn't. I didn't know any of that information when I was there. <laughs> I just thought, that was the house that I thought the guy had a taser. Uh-huh. Remember I put the picture up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Airbnb man left a taser yeah. and it turned out it was a candle lighter. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that was one of my favourite things that ever happened. <laughs> um, the intro uh, tune to this movie, it leads you into a false sense of security, but it's also so fucking 90s. It's so fucking long. Yeah, but it's also so strange because they're flying over what appears to be the Arctic, but it's obviously not. It's Ulvik and Hunterland uh, in Norway. But it just cuts. <laughs> you get this wee do 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 this wee tune, this operatic uh, or- orchestral tune flying over um, the, the the fjords, and it appears as it's supposed to be a witch flying on a broomstick or what you don't really know, and then it just like melt fades into the the town. <laughs> that's 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 actually one change. I always like to pick out the, my problems with these movies, even though I've picked it, and even though I'm obviously being very positive about it. That intro is just daft, daft, long, yeah. long, annoying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so then it just abruptly cuts into um, the uh, the story, and you obviously uh, find out that Grandma's from Norway, so it's fucking very black metal, which I've written, yeah. written here. So yeah. Um, but the intro story that she starts telling, because it just cuts to her telling uh, Luke a, a story, like a bedtime story, and it's the story of Erica, and it's this intro story is fucking terrifying. As an adult, I don't remember it as the, that first time, but watching it now, this is one of the parts of this movie you remember, and it's so creepy. And I don't think you could flesh it out to be its own movie, but that small short story is just so creepy. I think even now, as an adult, are you saying that? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't scare me as such the way that it maybe done as a, as a younger person or a young adult or whatever, or, how, or in my memories. But yeah. I think it's still an effective story. Well, curveball. I first watched The Witches in my 20s. I didn't watch The Witches as a kid. Right. I, I have no idea why. Nobody showed me it. My mum and dad showed me The Exorcist, but they didn't show me <laughs> The Witches. 
maybe that's telling. Who knows? Uh, but watching it when I did, that story still fucking spooked the mm-hmm. shit out of me. Like, oh my god, imagine that was a real thing. Obviously, it cannot yeah. be a real thing, but that is still such a fucking amazingly creepy way to start a film. It's if you did not already guessed it. I do really like the witches. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it, like if you haven't seen the witches, uh, do, really just go and watch it. Don't spoil it with this episode. Uh, come back and listen to this episode after you watch it. It's on net, uh, Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. It's basically what happens is this is grandma's childhood, and she's telling a story about her friend Erica who was sent out to get some some milk, and as she goes, a witch um, stole her. Witches hate kids. That's the whole premise. The witches are trying to get rid of kids. So this witch steals Erica, and she just disappears, and. The whole town is looking for her. Nobody can see her. And then grandma's in saying sorry. Like, oh, we're really missing Erica to Erica's parents. When Erica's dad looks at the brand new painting that he'd just bought before she let Erica was taken. And Erica's likeness is painted in the painting. It was never there before. And it just seems so creepy. And she goes on to tell how Erica moved positions over the years. That you never seen her moving. She was just sometimes in different positions. And would testify that she had seen different places but it's the painting also gets older and it's i think that's one of the creepiest parts because when she when you see her as a as a like a teenager it's like an anguish look on teenage erica's face that just makes it even creepier i think because yeah. if she's still got feelings inside this that she's trapped imagine imagine loving your entire life in a painting she also gets new clothes because when she's an old lady she's dressed like an old lady so who the fuck she getting clothes for maybe she goes a different painting that's like a clothes shop hmm. and she goes shop so you can do that like can harry potter you can maybe transfer between paintings I think I mean I think you should I think it should be possible what paint what if you could live in a painting what painting would you live in um the dogs playing poker that would be a fucking amazing painting that you live in I know in fact no terrifying terrifying yeah a world where dogs can play poker then what what painting would you go in but then we're the dogs so if you lived in that painting oh yeah no you would have to be a dog because Um, they'd be like that get down no, it would be worse animals to be than a dog. What uh, <laughs> painting would you live in then? Uh, the Scream. Because that's what that's I feel my life is mind, like. It? That's what I feel my life is like right now. Always. <laughs> is that not supposed to be a woman after she's had an abortion and then she regretted it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Grandma... grandma I, just, I couldn't think of any <laughs> other paintings there. No, you could have. <laughs> um... So yeah, so the grandma tells this story to Luke, and then he's like, "Oh yes, yes, this is this is brilliant." And she's telling him about witches, and I don't know if she's telling him just now the different parts of um, witches. Um, she's telling him, actually, she she's telling him they've got a purple tinge to their eyes. They've got square uh, shoes because they've got no toes. Um, which is, is why I always avoid square square shoes. Like <laughs> cowboy boots come in like square ends or pointed ends and I always avoid square ends because I think, oh man, that just reminds me of the witches. That's so strange. Um, but then she's like, then, then uh, Grandma's also casually smoking a stogie by the way, like a big fast cigar. <laughs> she just <laughs> fucking gives no shits. Um, she said that she met a witch when she was a kid obviously with, with Eric and stuff like that. She's had her pinky cut off. And then Luke says, how do you know, how do you know witches even exist? And then uh, if nobody's ever seen one or something along those lines, and Grandma says, nobody's ever seen the devil, but we know he exists, don't we? Well, I'll stop you right there, Grandma. The devil does not exist. The devil does exist. The devil does not exist. <laughs> um, Did you, young Scott, I think he really liked uh, the witches at the start because young Luke is the double 
of how I imagine young Scott looked. I didn't have blonde hair. No, but just the wee, oh, the wee glecks and all that. The wee kind of... <laughs> no, that is not why <laughs> I liked this movie. Did you look at it like, oh, that wee boy looks exactly like me? No. Maybe, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's no. okay that I look like this. No. <laughs> um, they also say that um, like clean kids smell like dug shite to the witches, and that's how they can smell them out. So I can say, just have a, shower, like a, have a wash like once a week. Um, which our kids quite love to hear, don't they? Sometimes <laughs> I can smell shite though, and I'm not sure where it's coming from. So maybe I maybe I can get what these witches are about. Um, I bet when you smell shite, have you ever ran up to a child to smell if it's coming off? No, off no, 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 them? no. There you go, because that's when it crosses that's, a line. That's when it crosses the line, right? Okay, okay. Um, we got a shot of um, which I believe is the parents' bed because they went out on a night out, and I was like, "Who the fuck makes a bed like that? Did you see how stupid that bed looked?" I do not remember the bed. Well, I really fucking. Like, well, what the fuck is that, man? Um, so he gets up in the morning. Mom, dad, and this is where we see that this boy is like a, a poor man's Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. But fucking god, how how good are the Culkins? The Culkins are good. There's another link. This would yeah. actually be a better, even better film if it was Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's another link as well to Rory Culkin, who starred in that street. And lots of chaos. There you go. It's just linking everything together <laughs> here. No sound as if we know we're talking about, even though these links are just very loose. <laughs> this is where the main role Dal thing comes in, where I hate kids so much that every movie I'm just gonna kill after parents. Yeah, it's very tragic, isn't <laughs> it's it? So fucking like hot. they must they die in a, a car accident, I think, straight away, like instantly, and it's like wow. <laughs> but also <laughs> heavy. Yeah, also now that I think about it, like I was I've I've wrote down somewhere this is this is really fucking tragic, but who Nobody's not not neither two of them are grieving. The grandkid has a wee bit of sniffles, but then the wee boy's just like draws a wee picture to <laughs> mum and dad in heaven or something like that, and that's him. Fine. He probably well, it would be quite a dark, a darker kid's story if Roldal put in a good few chapters about the grieving, <laughs> like the nights upon nights of crying into his pillow over his lost mum and dad would probably go too dark. Well, I don't know how Roldal like thinks about his well he's obviously dead but I don't know how he thought about his movies being made because he hated Challenge Rocket Factory he wanted um, Spike Milligan to play uh, Willy Wonka and they went obviously with uh, Gene Wilder so he he absolutely hated that movie because they changed it and he was he wanted them to I think it was the witches he he was like take my name off it whatever they they done he says take my name off this and then Jim Henson wrote him a a, like a pleading Mm -hmm. letter and he he said right fair enough but in that same uh, note, he also loved Angelica Houston as the Gantai Witch. Everybody loves Angelica Houston. Apparently, Cher was um, considered, and I can actually see that, but Angelica Houston's <laughs> definitely better. I made this episode, uh, this joke on the Teapots episode, where saying if it was Cher, you wouldn't have had to use any makeup. <laughs> Just for a random attack against Cher, for <laughs> no reason. Uh, my favourite was James and the Giant Peach, how his parents died. How did his parents die? Uh, it was a rhino. Uh, rhino stampede although in the movie it depicts it where it's like the cloud turns into a rhino and that's where his mum and dad kind of die but it was a rhino stampede from a zoo and then he gets fucking left with the two bad aunties <laughs> Roldal fucking hates Wayne's man he absolutely hates Wayne's <laughs> oh his, his books were all fucked up man <laughs> Um, so the kid the, the, the parents die mm-hmm. and then the grandma like has got a voiceover. she says I didn't take look back to America like like that was the plan. Instead, we went to England where I had a house and went to the the. Uh, he went and rode him at the school that his mum and dad had chosen for him when we were going to live there. I'm like, wait. So she's now narrating the story to who? <laughs> she she didn't start narrating the story. 
She doesn't finish narrating the story. That one scene she's narrating, what happens next, but I don't know why, and I don't know who she's talking to. Herself. After that big fucking fat cigar, she's <laughs> she's got a total Nicky buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in this wee house, and then Luke's playing in his, uh, his tree house, and this is the first witch that he sees. And do you know what? It's, it's really... I think it's a really, really good scene, and it's really, really good acting for the, the woman in black, the witch in black, because when she smells him, she looks fucking raging at him. Yeah. Like, she really looks like she's angry at him, and it's just, like, then she just looks like a fucking crazy bitch trying to give him a snake that she's got <laughs> in her bag. He's obviously clocked the pink, the purple eyes, and he's like, nah, like, trying to get away, and he's, like, shouting for his guys, like, Grandma! Grandma! Luke! <laughs> Look, do you know, see whenever I talk about this movie, that's what I quote to anybody. Like, really? you say, have you seen the witches? Grandma. <laughs> the I don't think it's down to acting. It wouldn't like a crazy bitch try to gear away in a snake. I think that just comes with the territory. If you try and gear away in a snake, you're going to look fucking crazy. I just think this this whole scene is is just feels really really real. Almost like after he's shouting for his grandma, and nothing's happening. She's like like she she shout look like the grandma shouts for look later on, but before that when he's shouting for her grandma. She just looks at him, she's like, she can't hear you. And it's like, that is so evil. It's so sinister. This is a fucking PG. This is a family movie. This is so he sinister. He hates kids. He fucking <laughs> hates them. Oh, man. So, uh, Grandma has a faint or a funny turn. And the doctor comes in and says, you have a mild case of diabetes. Sleep it off for a few days and you'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that's how, that's how, uh, that's how, um, diabetes, diabetes works, I. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, but it's his birthday. Yeah, because she has a wee fainting fit on his birthday. That's how she's got diabetes. But she's gave him two mice for his birthday. Is this just supposed to be like foreshadowing? Or yeah, what? It's, like, it's a million percent foreshadowing because he then builds it a wee house. Yeah, and then he says, oh, I'd, it's quite, it'd be great to be a mouse. Yeah. That's a million percent foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a kid's movie. Yeah. But how the fuck he says, I'm going to build him a circus. And then next scene, it's still his birthday. He's just in his pyjamas. He's already built half a circus. I know. I tried to build the Millennium Falcon, the Lego one. It took me eight and a half hours. <laughs> so fuck knows how long it should actually have took him to build that yeah. uh, mouse circus. And I was like 22 when I built that. <laughs> yeah, I <yeah>, know. <laughs> not, not a fucking six-year-old boy. It's, it's, oh, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Mm. And that... that is a theme that happens quite a few times in this movie yeah. of how fast he can just fucking create stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, they go on holiday to the Excelsior Hotel, which is actually filmed in the Headland Hotel in Cornwall. We should go. It still exists. Oh, it's still there? Yeah, yeah. Looks pretty nice. But... There's a pool in that, in it? It's obviously no haunted or that, so... We would... I know, but you could just take pictures outside and then put them on Instagram and tag them as uh, horror film locations. Be kind People of weird, that. though, that just two fully grown men went to a hotel fest movie. No, oh, we'll take our partners with us. Make a weekend of it. Alright, okay. So in Cornwall we could go surfing as well. <laughs> um, so this is when the uh, Angelica Houston turns up because there is a meeting for the uh, Royal Society for the Protection of Prevention of Cruelty to Children. That is PCC. Which is, oh, how ironic and funny because they're actually <laughs> witches and they're trying to kill children. <laughs> but they're pretending to be the RSPCC. Um, but Angelica Houston puts in a star turn in this movie and she shows off her acting talent as well because she's completely different to Morticia yeah like it's a completely different character there's not even you couldn't even say like even though that like I think Jennifer Aniston is a good actress people do say that she seems the same in everyone because because her voice is the same and like well her characters are different Mm -hmm. you can still tell it's the same kind of person whereas Grand High Witch Morticia 
two completely different characters. You said Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, no. Are you talking about Jennifer Because people will say she's the same. Right, 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 sorry. But, sorry. um... Uh, I, when I first watched Adam's Family, I got a stirring in my loins that I did not understand because I was young. See, when I watched it again, when I was old enough to know like, what a penis was, mm-hmm. the things I wanted to do to Angelica Houston, like, fucking tie me up, man. It's... That, I wanted Adam's... Angelica Houston and a big bucket of ice and a pitching wedge because I'd watched Billy Madison and I was at an age where... <laughs> I knew about my penis, but I didn't actually know what you're meant to do. And Billy Madison makes a joke about the teacher uh, with a bucket of ice and a pitching wedge. And I thought, hmm, that must be quite interesting. <laughs> so that's how I wanted to do it, Angelica Houston. Don't know what it would have been. You Maybe you like pitching blocks of ice into a fanny or something? Aye, pretty much. Aye. Right. That's, I mean, that's, that's fair enough. I bet it's a fun game. I don't know what part of that's sexy, but <laughs> maybe our fire nice back out at you. And you're pitching it. Yeah, it need to be pretty quick because it's quite warm up there, so it probably... Not particularly, just, I'm just... Um, <laughs> so you're talking the temperature of Angelica Houston's uh, vagina. Oh. Is she known to have a warm vagina? I just think, just in general, I think they tend to be body heat in that. <laughs> <laughs> why, anyway, why your testicles don't stay up in that, that cavity, you know? Anyway, I fucking love Angelica Houston. Everything she's ever been in, I think she's excellent. And she seems, from all the characters she plays, she seems like... If you went out for a drink with her, even now, she would be some laugh. Yeah, but if you went out with the Grand High Witch, man, she's just negative to everybody. I don't know why I go out with the Grand High Witch, or why I go out with Angelica Houston. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Rowan Atkinson. Yep. He's an underrated actor as well. Well, underrated. He must have been. Must have been. That's what I'm saying. Must have been his most famous part, which is worldwide because he doesn't say anything, so it translates. So you don't even need subtitles. However, it's a daft part, even though it is good. Nah, but he's very good in that role. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. He's also good in Rat Race. Yeah, and he was good in Not the Nine O'Clock News. So there you go. He's good in lots of things. I think he's underrated. I think he's acceptably appreciated. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'll go with that then. Right. Now, does the Gran... Did the Gran know that they were going to be there? Now, obviously, this is explained later on, but did they, at the time, at this part of the movie, because she said that she's been hunting for the Grand High Witch her whole life and she's never managed to find her, and then just, by chance, they just happen to book the same hotel as she turns up in? I don't know. I can never quite work out the Gran. I think she has got ulterior motives all the time. I think she should have died no them on the... Yeah, because I think she's quite happy. She pretends that she doesn't want to put Luke into danger, but she's like, on you go. Aye. And also because they do have a back and forth, like they, as if they do know each other. She uh-huh. says she's never seen her, but then she's like, "Oh, I, I know her for somewhere." And she's later on, she's like, "Oh, I, an old adversary, I see," you know that kind of stuff. Because uh, Angelica Houston like changes her milk and her tea and all that. Yeah, which is just like proper winding her up. Uh, we also then get to meet uh, wee fat Bruno Jenkins at this point, <laughs> touching all the cakes. But uh, it's obviously, and it's like part of like the the kind of bloopers or the or the continuity and stuff like that. But it's like there's a line he says it's completely dubbed over, and he's, his mouth doesn't go. It's when he says the when they bring the new sandwiches that he hates margarine, and it's he's just his mouth doesn't go with the same. It right. happens like three or four times in this movie. They've dubbed over some lines. I guess it's just how, yeah, you, how you make it. Yeah. Um. See, if you're if you're the wee glecto boy. If we're remaking the witches, then I'm definitely the wee boy that just wants to eat everything now. <laughs> I am wee Bruno. <laughs> I'll be wee Glecto then. Um, so, right, Luke goes back up to his room to meet his grandma, right? And he's obviously taking his pet mice with him, fuck knows why. Because uh, they'll probably die if he didn't. Okay, so he's taking his pet <laughs> mice with him. Um, 
And I'm glad you now understood the the whole kind of responsibility of pet ownership. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's left them out the cage on the bed, and the maid has went in, and she's seen them. She's fucking shot herself and ran out. She's um, she's a bit hysterical throughout the movie. She's also having an affair with Ron Atkinson, who's the yeah. hotel manager. And um, she's like, oh, there's mice in there, they're out of the cages, and he comes running in to try and put them back in the cage. Ronax and bursts in to like, tell him off, and then realises the grands are there, and she he kind of pulls back a wee bit and is a bit more professional. And this is when the grand says, well, don't say about my uh, grandson's mice when there's rats all about your, your hotel. So the grand just fucking blatantly lies to yeah. the hotel manager to get out of, of them having pets they're not supposed to have in the hotel which has strict standards they just say oh there's rats here and he's like oh there isn't and she's like no no there is I've seen them and then look he's a quick wee liar he jumps on this and then just says oh all the cakes down in the in the, the dining room have been nibbled around the edges I can show you if you like because he's seen Bruno do this right. earlier and he flips that and turns that into a lie so I mean that's just a wee psychopath in the making right there well, he did lose his parents to a horrific car accident out of nowhere, so understandable. But is the grand maybe meaning that the hotel's full of rats, as in the witches, because she knows about them? She knows they're witches. I think it just. I think it's just like everything's on the nose about how yeah. many mice and rats are going to be in the in the place in the place eventually. <laughs> we get um, to see Bruno's parents at this point. Um, Bruno's dad is Scottish and he's portrayed as a tight Scotsman. It's like okay, fair enough. But this guy, right, um, Bill, which isn't the case. No, I've always told, I've always said this when 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 they think that Scottish folk are tight, we're not tight. We're very generous. What we know is the value of things. Like if if yeah. we go somewhere and a pint's like six quid, we're like fuck's sake, I'm not paying six quid for a pint. But yeah, I know a lot of people from England that are way tighter than they from Scotland. Yeah, like, but then I've heard that it's also known for like, English people to be tight. So is it just a UK thing that we're just empty British is tight? I think just I everybody just puts on a slag into other people places you're not from because I buy rounds for everybody I am the I'm the baggiest man but (laughs) (laughs) but but like if you were in somewhere and you were like saying alright what what we're drinking fucking hell man it's 12 quid a drink in here would you notice that if I went into Asda and bought just a tub of coleslaw and they went that's 125 quid because it was an accident I bought alright and I'd be putting my I'd fuck use my card pay 125 quid for coleslaw and leave and go wait what 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 the fuck have I done I get so new you're neurotic in a situation like that that I wouldn't stop I wouldn't not pay it I would just do it no see that's one that's certainly we differ in our our neurosis 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 I'll I'll look at things first and quickly try and decide is that worth it should I pay for that and uh, oh no I'd I'd, I'd I'd pay for it. I didn't want coleslaw. I'd it was like, it was like, in, the, like in the super secret uh, podcast group with the podcast under stairs when I posted in that uh, A24 um, picture it's like embroidered A24 like uh, midsummer style and I was like, it was 40 quid for a t-shirt and I was like fucking hell look at this 40 quid for a t-shirt and then you and Duncan both like oh, I'd pay that that's really nice <laughs> I think I might buy it I was like alright guys fair enough. <laughs> it's because it was actually hand embroidered you were making out as if it was just like a wee cheap printed I'm t-shirt. I'm making out that it was 40 quid for a fucking t-shirt. I'm a 20 quid a t-shirt man. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I get in a situation where like people have gave me figures and I'm like, wow, oh, that seems an awful lot. But I start with a pain and they're like, oh no, what am I doing? Oh, I scanned that like eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I was going to say, 
I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I, I was just going to go home and bitch and moan about it and regret actually spending that money. Incidentally, I wouldn't eat coleslaw, so... <laughs> so that was a waste of... <laughs> I know, that, was, that was a waste of story. Um, so, yeah, so Bruno's dad, I think he's played by, is it Bill Patterson? Yeah. Um, and I could have sworn he was on something I've seen, or it, like either he was on my TV a lot, like he was in Corrie or River City or something, but while his IMDB is impressive and long, uh, technically my sex tape... Uh, <laughs> The Witch is the only thing that I've actually seen. I've heard of a lot of stuff that he's, he's been, but The Witch is the only thing that I've probably seen. He yeah. must look like a guy for River City. We're Scottish. See, when we get to a certain age, well, the same. Hmm. Like, about kind of 58 upwards. Say 60. I look the same. Maybe in your 50s as well. So you tell me in a, like, about 20 years' time, 30 years' time, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference between anybody I speak to. <laughs> yes. Right. It's kind of like the Japanese thing all over again. <laughs> Right, okay, here is the scene that four-year-old me shat himself at. They all gather in the conference room and looks in this, because he's been told off his mice, he decides to not play with them in the room and stay in the room. This time he decides to take them with him out of the room and hide behind a wee screen in the conference room. Why? Who fucking knows? <laughs> idiot, man, honestly. Daft wee fucking twat. <laughs> and they all come in. And they come in with hotel staff and then hotel staff get out and shut the doors because it's a private meeting because you need to be private when you're discussing the prevention of cruelty to children. And uh, then she's like, you may remove your shoes. And they'll take their shoes off. And then uh, she starts to pull her face off and she's like, well, the, the door's locked and bolted. And I'm like, yeah, 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 they're locked and bolted. You may remove your wigs. And then they all take the wigs off. Now, granted, half the audience is men. Yeah. Um, but... When she took her face off, because she's like takes her face off, and I'm sure that there's, there's it was in a, a version that was edited because that first skull pull was it's like too real, yeah, too graphic. <laughs> and she pulls it off, and then her nose comes out stretched, and she's got a big fucking horrible back and big saggy earlobes and big huge fingers, which also do you notice they've got an extra knuckle in them? So obviously because her finger only goes so far, the back the extra part yeah, is just like yeah. a third knuckle, <sighs> but it just looks so like horrible and weird. Imagine getting fingered after that, but <laughs> she could reach her lower intestine, yeah, 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 small intestine. Because you always hear the phrase "knuckle deep." Imagine going double knuckle deep, <laughs> <laughs> tickling your throat. <laughs> oh. um, Not that I've ever been fingered. <laughs> no, it took her eight hours to get into that makeup. You'd want to make sure that that scene was done once. Yeah, it was a took share three minutes. <laughs> I don't know what I've got against Cher, Cher, but every time we talk about this movie, Cher comes up and I feel like just the need to attack her. I like Cher. I think it's grown up in that fucking Do You Believe song was it number one for like fucking eight weeks and it was all, ever get played in the car on the way to school and the way yeah. back and I fucking hated it. And and I it reminds me of a specific time in my life as well. Um, it was about the same time that Robbie Williams' Angels, no, uh, that one that samples You Never Live Twice. We've got stars directing our face. Yeah, it's not angels. No, it's, it's that one. Um, and that's at the same time as that share song. And it was when I was. Probably, I think it was 98. Aye, it would have been early high school uh, when I was hanging about with Poke and Alton and we were just like wandering about. And it was like November time where it was cold but not freezing. Uh, and uh, I those songs were it. That's what it reminds me of. Um, but Cher, my mum and dad had a CD of Cher. Mm-hmm. It was the one that had like a bang bang, you shut me down, bang bang, that one on it. And then the, the liner notes, the booklet, she was wearing suspenders on all the pictures. It was like the Littlewoods catalogue, <laughs> fucking times 10 for me, so that's why I love Cher. 
How many times have you ripped the heat off it to share then? Too in many. Your life? Too many. <laughs> um, yeah. Just in case Cher listens to this, yeah. then she gets the abuse, the unwarranted abuse, and she gets to know that she gave you a good time for many, many years. Yeah. Fair enough. Witches of England! Um, is what she addresses them by because she's supposed to be German. Um, which I do actually like when you get movies that are not America centered. Really? It, it always it feels different. Be, it would be hard to center this in America being that it's Roldal. Like, they couldn't really. Roldal writes in such a way that it's very, very kind of country. English country. Yeah, yeah. And if they took that out of there, I think it would be it would be too different. That it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose I agree. Um. So yeah, she's she's um she's she's telling them how they have been really shite at killing kids because there's hundreds of kids in England, well the UK, but they just see England as they would do because um English um think that the UK is just England. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we've got English listeners. Don't worry, you can st- when we when we get independence, you'll be still be able to um, stream the podcast. You'll still be able to listen. Um, I'm not jumping on that horse. <laughs> it's that's the thing. People keep thinking that if you if you want independence, it's you want to chop Scotland off and say fuck England. I don't want to do that at all. I just want to have an equal seat at the table. No, I get fucking held up three times this week on my way to and back from work. And all three times it's been a car covering fucking yes stickers. And it makes me like, do you know what? If that's the people that are supporting the Benz, then fuck it. I don't want it. Do you want know what the, the Because I, I fucking hate... The way you hate traffic, sitting in traffic. I hate, I hate people who don't drive the speed limit or go half the speed limit or sit in fucking fast lanes when they're not overtaking. And guess what? It all seems to be fucking yes photos this week. I just... I, this, I mean, <laughs> I can't talk. There's also somebody though I did see that had a bumper sticker. Like bumper stickers aren't that big over here. No. We've got them because it's my job, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do. But I see a bumper sticker. It was I and a big love heart. They call Michael Glassery. And I was like, what the fuck is they call Michael Glassery? <laughs> so I done some research. It's just like a place where they blow like, glass. Make, yeah, like blow glass. I thought, how much do you need to love <laughs> a glassery to put a fucking bumper sticker in your car? Of all the things you could love and you want to declare your love for, a glassery is like something that I would never ever have thought about. It's very, very it's bizarre, isn't it? But Guess who's next to that sticker? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm not getting involved in it, because this week I'm too angry. But do you know what? This what one one thing I do want to say is it shouldn't be a patriotic thing. Because countries mean fuck all. Countries are just lines that men have drawn. Nothing, or, or people have drawn, or that would have been men because it was before then. Nowadays, if any new countries get made, it'll be people that have drawn the lines. But they're just they're just lines that people have drawn. Humanity's decided where the country cut off. So that doesn't make any fucking difference. It doesn't mean anything at all. all the only difference of it is, is, is how much the sun shines. That's all it is, depending on what part of the world you're born in or you live in. So what it should be, the question should be, should... What do you? For the, what should the future of your country be? Your question should be an independent Scotland, or just make it all England. And that should be a question because it shouldn't be. You don't, it doesn't matter. Countries I'm, don't matter. I'm not getting involved. Right, in this. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right. So she says, "Kill all the kids," and one of the witches says, "A bit impossible. How are we supposed to kill all of the kids?" And she says, 
You dare question me? And then, like, it's a proper dictatorship. Um, but I guess it actually works sometimes, a dictatorship. Especially when you're German. And German. <laughs> Although, true. True, true. <laughs> Historically accurate. <laughs> but, so this is actually like a World War II movie then. This is like... That's like so they're like Nazis, Hitler and the Nazis, and then they're overthrown by like a wee um is is Luke Jewish? No. No, but it might be. They're just overthrown by the youth. The youth? Yeah. Yeah. The World World War II didn't end by the Jews overthrowing the Nazis. I know, but they were involved, so I was just (laughs) they were they were were quite heavily involved, Scott. Because because getting turned into a mouse was kinda like him being in his own concentration camp. So No. No. I mean, you could find you could find yep. links. They're, they're, yep. I bet they're, they're there somewhere. They're there yep. somewhere. Drop it. <laughs> um, yeah. So the woman in black, which is back again, the one with the crazy bitch with the snake, she's back there, and she's just pure evil. She's like laughing and loving it that her pals like. Yeah, the person who questioned that she's guy, like gobbles. Yeah, in the situation. She got <laughs> <laughs> the question. The person who questioned uh, the grand high witch got zapped, like literally just fucking eviscerated, electrocuted into fucking ash and dust. And the, the the woman in black ghost is uh, which is loving it. She's a mental case. Yeah, Goebbels. or Himmler. <laughs> so they asked her like because uh, she asked um, like how we were to manage it, and then she's like the the, the grand which like I wonder how this is written in the script or if if Angelica Houston ad libbed it or put it less because she's like uh, bitches only work with magic. And it's like. She sang it, but like, is that written in the script that she's supposed to sing it, or is that just like the way she felt that she should say it? I don't think she had a script. I think she's that good that she went on and yeah. ad libbed all this. Yeah, I do think there was meant to be makeup. I think she just decided, fuck it, I'm going to sell that Because she's the only one that looks not human. The rest yeah. of them are just wee women in bald patch, bald caps. Um. So this is where uh, she tells them the story, the plan. She's created a. a Formula 86 Can't remember the name yet Formula 86 Which actually I was thinking Would be like See if you had to get Like a kind of You know Like horror sleeve tattoos And stuff like that See if you got a wee body uh, Formula 86 in it mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool As I'm actually going to get that people So if one of you gets it Then he's a copy of me Even if you get it before me Just so you know And anybody <laughs> who's already got it um, I didn't look at your ideas I just made that <laughs> myself um, Yeah so Basically what it is Is one tiny wee drop In ingested will turn a human into a mouse in two hours and the plan is buy sweet shops because the grand high witch has got fucking a bajillion dollars apparently <laughs> buy sweet shops have a grand opening give away free chocolate to all the kids it's all laced with this poison then two hours later when they've left the shop they'll all turn into mice and that's that's it they're no longer kids they're still alive but they're no longer kids what would be way more devastating and effective would be just to lace the chocolate with like stricken and like actually when they eat the chocolate they just die do you want to get caught um, but that is what one of the witches said oh yeah we'll poison them I poison I do you want to get caught you're, you're going to bitches po- only work <laughs> with magic I think that's actually when she said it that's when she said that's you're when going, she said it there you go I set you up for that you're going to get caught anyway because all the wins that came to your uh, shop ate chocolate and all turned into fucking mice so. but that's you're, you're already done but then you're just flying away in your broomstick over the Arctic right, fjords but you're already away flying over the fjords with your broomstick <laughs> when they all just dropped dead with fucking rice and poison <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't know. If there's, I don't know like, how much her thoughts went into it. Um, so basically, what they do is um, the Grand High Witch has already fed Bruno, wee fat Bruno, some poi, uh, some laced chocolate, 
and they've invited them back, says you can come back and get 10 bars of chocolate. So they'd be fat bastards, obviously, like, yes, I'm going for that. <laughs> I would be a mouse <laughs> in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> I'd be a mouse before they'd even revealed what was happening. <laughs> I'd have found the chocolate. <laughs> so they turn, they turn themselves back into humans, and then in comes Bruno, and he's like, we spout brat. He's like, where's my chocolate? I'm waiting for my reward. And then he just starts to turn into a mouse. And do you know what? That scene is actually terrifying. He looks in serious distress. He's sweating. He's scared. He's still in there. He's obviously shaking about and there's this green dust and uh, powder coming uh, smoke coming out of him. But all the women now in disguise, obviously, they're pointing and laughing at him. It's it's it feels like the same evil as when the witch says she can't hear you when he was up the tree. Mm-hmm. It's like there is there is absolutely no help for him at all and not one of them has got any compassion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, like, if you see, like, a, a movie where somebody's kind of getting killed or something and you're trying to plead for your life and there's something in them saying, like, oh, like I have to kill you, whatever the reasoning is, and this, they might not say I have to kill you, but whatever the reasoning is, they have to do it. They are just wanting that person to end there. There's yeah, nothing yeah. that's got to stop them from turning him into a mouse and that's, I think, quite terrifying. Well, yeah, it is. Oh, definitely. And I think that's where Roald Dahl gets his hated for kids out because it's like not not bullying, but like that where you have no fucking help at all, and these adults are just stand around you and laugh yeah. while you fucking struggle and suffer. I think that's terrifying. Um, so then they realise that uh, Luke's there, so he has to get away. So he's fucking running through the things, but he's not fucking about trying to get away, is he? He's smashing fuck out the hotel. <laughs> he's like breaking windies and getting out there and obviously then you gotta be cut to grandma and a diabetes faints up in the bed <laughs> um, so this is when you're out did in the... you know what diabetes was in the I don't think they did no they obviously didn't <laughs> so this is when you get so he's out in the in the street and this is when the grand witch comes up against a pram and she's like we haven't the wee, the wee ba- uh, baby that's in it and all the witches are looking for Luke and then the, the grand witch just pushes like the baby over she's just like to the baby bye bye it's actually like that uh, that wee uh, clip with the bus driver bye driver <laughs> You, do you know what that is? No? No. no. <laughs> right, right. We'll find, we'll, we're putting that in. Um, yeah, so she's like, baby! And then pushes what, the baby. What is it? Just a woman talking to a bus driver? Yeah, it's like this. Someone in uh, Govan, I think it was, and uh, this wee woman always said the same goodbye to this driver, so he filmed it one day. He actually got the sack because he was filmed well. He was filming <laughs> while driving a bus, and they said, we know it's you, you can't drive anymore. But the wee woman's just like, baby! 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 It's right. I can think of somewhere to shoot on that sound clip in. Um, yeah, so then Luke chases after the pram, catches it, and then um, gets back up to the room and Grandma's in a diabetes faint, a diabetic <laughs> coma, which is actually a serious, real thing, <laughs> but she's just sleeping. Um, so then the Grand High Witch comes in, catches him, and then takes him back to the, the conference room. Now, to me, that's such a surprise when he gets caught. Now, obviously, I know how the movie fully plays out and you need yeah. the whole second half, but like you expect him to get away and expect him to try and... like. Like stop the witches yeah. yeah but he gets caught and he gets force fed the formula like a lot of it so he turns into a mouse instantly and then they all try to stand on him like they're physically <laughs> trying to kill this kid it is actually terrifying it, when I watched it it was early 20s watching it I was like oh fuck like that is savage for a kid's film yeah it is why why is this happening it is Roald Dahl hates, hates kids <laughs> he hates them <laughs> so for the next like rest of the movie Bruno and Luke are mice and there was actually there was rats they actually used to be Luke and Bruno but there was also like A, B and C puppets that were used as well do you know this? Is that because of Jim Henson? Yeah, the, yep there was scale uh-huh. size puppets and there was puppets a little bit bigger 
and then they had three foot hand puppets <laughs> of, of three the foot. yeah three foot, and uh, they they didn't uh, they actually only used them about four shots, and it was when they're in the kind of basement when they first meet and they're talking to each other. Right. Okay. Uh, but but also because Nicholas Rogue didn't like the transition of changing between the shots, like the close-ups and far away, something he didn't like how it was, so he just didn't want to use them. Right, so they, okay. they built these big three-foot puppets, and he was just like, no. Yeah, that would be... Imagine a fucking three-foot mouse. That'd be quite terrifying. <laughs> you can actually tell the difference between the different puppets when you watch it as well, though they are all very cute. <laughs> Even also, now, the, the makeup, the effects, the creature mouse effects still hold up. Yeah, today. I mean, you can it's... totally tell they're, they're wee puppets and that, but okay, it, it but works. they're still... For, for a film that in the early nineties, I okay makeup and that still came a long way from what it was the kind of sixties and seventies. But I think it still looks good. I think yeah. if you showed kids it today, I think we'd still be terrified. Still believe it. And see when you get the real mice running about, like did they train them to like the wee brown one, like slower than the other one and all that kind of stuff? It's quite intelligent how well it's done. And yeah. also the wee brown mouse is actually fatter. Did they fatten up that mouse on purpose? Because that's Maybe maybe they actually transformed the wee fat boy That's into animal. It's animal cruelty. <laughs> um, so they manage to make it up to the grandma's room, and she's awake now. And uh, he goes up next to the phone, and he shouts to her. She's like across a hotel room, and she can hear him. He can shout loud enough for her to hear him. That is then nonsense. That, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's enough. That's problem solved. That's problem solved. Like if you've got a talking mouse, you've got problem solved. To explain, I was a wee boy. I'd be turning into a mouse. Done. <laughs> It would be quite a long scene though if he had to try and. But although the way he built the mouse, eh, castle, yeah, circus, he would probably be quite good at it. But if he had to try and build some sort of contraption loudspeaker to shout to his grand, the movie might have went on a bit too long. Yeah, I suppose they guess they need to cut some corners somewhere. So grandma sees that looks being turned into a mouse. Oh, I can't stop shaking. Ah, oh, is that your diabetes again? Ah, <laughs> oh. surely. She would nearly have turned into a mouse. Because if she was going into a diabetic coma, she'd have had to eat a bit of chocolate. What if she found the witch's chocolate? Must turn her into a mouse. Again. Um, the ending know. that the movie should have had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you get an establishing, uh, establishing shot of the hotel again now to show that it's now night time. But did you notice that the soundtrack is very shining inspired at this point? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, did you notice that? So I, was, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was just <laughs> trying to... Go- Crutch at straws like that last episode when I was trying to put the shine in it, but it totally is, isn't it? It's like, it, it does feel a bit like the shine in yeah. We probably are also clutching at straws, though. Yeah. Um, so, this is where Grandma tries to show uh, Bruno's parents that Bruno's a mouse, and she goes, This is going to be difficult. I mean, that's the fucking understatement of the century, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck off, you diabetic bitch. Get away from my table. <laughs> it is quite funny, though, when, when he, he does. And the thing is, because Bruno's a wee fat bastard, he's eating when he says speak, so he doesn't speak. And then Luke could have probably spoke and says, no, no, honestly, it is him, it is him. But they don't say anything, so that's why they're like, the mum screams and the dad gets up, so she's like, are you crackers? And he's Scottish accent. Tell the manager to throw this nutcase out. It's a... Uh... Tell that would work in a hotel. If you just scream to the manager that you want this nutcase I think out. he's he's supposed to be quite rich in a regular hotel, so I probably... Yeah. It should work. However, she doesn't get thrown out. She stays. Um, we now have the maid. She's in the Grand High Witch's room and she's touching stuff. Do you think maids actually touch your stuff when they're in your room? A million percent. Yeah. If I was a maid, I would try on everybody's clothes. <laughs> but what if, what if somebody walked in when you're in the middle of like, tidying up the room? I'd be wearing their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be raging that they'd walked in. 
sniffing the dirty underwear. I would, I, if I was a, if I was, I mean, definitely, I'd be sitting. I'd be, I'd walk in and find the nicest dress or suit or whatever was in the cupboard. I'd put it on. I'd open the mini bar and I'd be up watching TV. <laughs> Obviously, I'd shit. get, I'd, I'd bend the job for a day because I would get no rooms cleaned. <laughs> and in the first room, wore a dress and been sacked. Done a jobby. Right. <laughs> um. Right, so this the second half of this movie now is is it is like a family adventure movie because obviously they figured out that the um what the the formula is. Luke's managed to steal some of the formula, and the the witches under the guise of the protection of children charity are got a special menu, so mm-hmm. he has to try and put the formula in the soup. Uh, so he gets put in the kitchen by the gran who pretends as if she doesn't want to put him yeah. in the plan, but quite quickly sticks him in a bag of tatties, <laughs> and then he goes round and a. Uh, Manages to drop the whole bottle of formula in the crest soup. Then, right, so this is the thing, right? After he's done that, the way out... Now, I, I get it because they do have a kind of plan that is they needs to be at quarter past eight to get back out. Uh-huh. I don't understand why... I mean, I suppose he can't open the door himself, but surely there's vents or something. But to get out, he jumps from his hiding place onto the butcher block in front of everybody because half his tail chopped off which by the way I don't think they explain <laughs> when he gets turned back into a human being what's, what he's missing is he missing a pinky like his gran is or is he missing his dick what, <laughs> did he get chopped off if this movie had explained that the six year old boy or whatever was missing his dick at the end because a butcher chopped it off which this movie actually is a one million percent of horror film. when we get to the end we will discuss that <laughs> um so basically, they, they concoct a plan for him to hide in a wee uh, dustpan and brush because the grand just knocks a bottle of wine off the table. But look, you hear Bruno's family sitting across the table from him as when she knocks it off. Oh, there she's, that Ludie's there. Act up. Look, she's doing it again. And like, so he's still there saying, like, knowing that she's yeah. fucking over there causing a, causing a, 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 a fucking shitstorm. Another scene that I do always remember is when he's like, I don't want cockaliki. I don't like cockaliki. <laughs> I want cress soup. But cress soup sounds tasteless as fuck. But it's bland as cucumber sandwiches. I bet cocker leaky sounds like something, no right? It sounds like something that's hanging off the end of your neck. Right, ch- chicken and leek, so it is actually delicious. It sounds like you need to go to the doctor to get a, an injection because you're cocker leaky. <laughs> yeah, it does sound good. <laughs> um, so he manages to get back in the handbag, and then they're talking, and he's like, "Yeah, I done it. I put it in the, uh, I put it in the, the soup." And then he goes, "Oh, she's eating the soup." And then Grant turns round, and it's like, "How that?" Fuck, did you see that for the handbag? <laughs> That's just, see, there's those details that I don't like. But again, it is a kid's film. Are kids picking up on that? Probably not, because they've not even made it to this point, because they all ran out of the cinema screaming and crying. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I fucking definitely, I. <laughs> and then also, Gran and her super eyes can see that uh, Bruno's dad's eating cress soup. How the hell can she see that? Why did she stop him? I would have fucking I just like yeah. Um. So, all the witches eat cress soup. So they all turn into mice. That transformation scene, I think, is really, really good mm-hmm. because it's fucking chaos. Like, it's properly chaos, yeah. and there's a mix of practical effects, people just running about, smashing things, then the real practical effects on your close up mm-hmm. mice transformations. Yeah. And obviously, the Grand High Witch gets a big, massive, like, turned into this weird, creepy rat who, like, it's like no hair. She's like a naked rat. It's weird, actually. Her wee rat. <laughs> Since like her, her actual like, turned into a rat, not, <laughs> her, not a rat. <laughs> Since it's Angelica Houston, though. Even when she was the big kind of mad rat, would you fucking <laughs> <laughs> get away 
away from me. <laughs> she says, get away from me. I'll get you back. No, same as you fucking old. <laughs> when she was like the five foot rat before yeah. she was tiny. Aye, fuck that. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Ron Atkinson and all the chefs burst out the kitchen with cleavers and a chef army to come and kill the mice even though they have just seen all the women change into mice they still want to kill, kill them all them. <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> uh, so they manage to like squash them all and then the uh, Grand Thai Witch gets killed and then that's they've saved the day hooray and uh, they go back home but not before Luke runs with a luggage tag to strut who knows where and uh, they go back to the house right and he's in a fucking He's now, he was building a mouse circus when he was a human. He has built a fucking mouse mansion, a mouse world, a mouse universe. How the fuck did he manage that? I've got to assume that his gang's got fuck all to do with herself and she's cured the diabetes that she's building it for him. Oh, maybe I. And also, if under your care your grandson has become a mouse, you probably would build him quite a big house just to maybe make up for it, make amends for your lack of parental care. I, yeah, I suppose I, you would die. <laughs> Um, so the luggage tag he's took he's attached it to this huge Louis Vuitton trunk that's gets delivered to their house like I mean he just put a tag on it how the fuck did they pay for the postage because that thing's massive <laughs> um, so he opens up the, the, the trunk and there is like a fucking bajillion quid in it now that's fine because the grandmother did say she had a bajillion quid in uh-huh. the room um, and he's also managed to put in the address book that's got all the witches names in America so they're going to go and stop all the witches and be witch hunters how fucking good would the sequel to this be? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> and that's actually supposed to be where the movie ends. It was supposed to be bleak that he stayed a mouse mm-hmm. and people were going to be witching or so I don't have a note here that I've just noticed. Um, when he's sleeping in his uh, wee Ghostbusters house at the end and he says to his grand, I really am happy to be a mouse, you know. And she goes, I know. And I says, I, yeah, until you're old enough to want pussy or a dick and then we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, As a mouse, you get all the pussy... Uh, you wouldn't, want, uh, you wouldn't want because <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this this one the one that was made after test screens they, they created a happier ending and it's when um, the I forget her, her, the actress's name but she's a prominent British actress uh, and she's the, the good witch the one that gets sacked uh, Jane Jane Horrocks that's the one uh, she gets sacked so she quits being a bad witch and she just makes herself a good witch yeah. because you see that she's got nice hands now she doesn't have horrible witchy hands and she turns him back into a boy she turns she brings back William and Mary his pet mice and zaps them into the house and she brings back his glasses that was broken zaps them back in his face when she turns him into a boy again he expands in the Ghostbusters house and his arms come out and she smashes it and he comes jumping out he jumps out full frontal and he's got a mound where his dick should be so that clearly says the chef cut off his dick would you agree? I you looked too closely at the wee boy's mound. I don't think that's He's it. a wee Starker's boy. I think that's, <laughs> how can you not say that that's part of the movie at the end? Like, that's literally, like, how... Can, I There's mean... no way they've put in it that the wee boy gets his dick cut off. Because a tail wouldn't be the dick. I, I know, It'd but... It'd be a tailbone. So he's, he's lost a tailbone. He's, he's got, like, a wee, like, empty space on his back, like yeah. Don Vito, uh, <laughs> Bam Margera's Don Vito had. <laughs> um, like, basically, the shallow hell thing, he's lost his wee... <laughs> tail. <laughs> Uh, I don't mind the happy ending except the, the, the wee Starkers, wee full boy, wee boys full Starkers. You don't mind that bit? No, that's the only bit. I'm not comfortable with that part. Like, <laughs> don't have him jumping out like that. Wearing, they've, they've got that wee boy wearing a skin colour thong to jump out like that. And he runs about in the nude for a while as well. Nice, for a different time, man. <laughs> and that is the end of The Witches. Do you want my summation? Yes. 
for me, this is a horror movie. But it's an entry level horror movie, and it's what I'll show my kids when I'm when I have them. A little older than four, mind you. But it is a great movie with some real scary scenes and a terrifying story. There's great practical effects and puppetry, and it's of that being the last movie that Jim Henson personally overseen, with an outstanding performances from Angelica Houston, Rowan Atkinson, and Bill Patterson, and a good performance from everyone else. How can you not enjoy this movie? It's a solid four baldy women out of five. I'm okay with that. I think four's a bit much. Think so. But no, probably not actually, because you've got a kind of a connection to a nostalgic connection to yeah. it. It's understandable. I'd give it a three. I think it's a really good movie. Uh, the makeup and that is good. The effects, I think, are still good. It's still fun. I still really like Angelica Houston. But I missed the nostalgic bit mm. because I watched it when I was older. Yeah. So watching it when you're older, you see a lot of the flaws. Uh, but in no way, shape or form, is a bad movie. And yes, Till the Cows Come Home, this is a horror film. Yeah. And a horror film that would send chills up you more than some current actual 18 rated horror films yeah. would. So, as much as I wanted to hate it, your pick was okay this week. Woo! It was a three. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it, is, it is fucking good. And it's that kind of movie, it's like, every, maybe once every two years, mm-hmm. you watch it. If you see it on the telly, you watch it all the way through. Yeah. If you get time, obviously. Wait, come on, Netflix, I thought, oh, I need to actually watch that again. And then had to watch it for a uh, podcast on the stairs. And then again for this. So... I think I'm done with the witches for a, yeah, for a, a, couple, for a couple of years. Two or three years. Yeah. One way I picked it because I was going through Netflix as well and I was just kind of wandering through it and I came across it. it was, I'd done it on the Xbox on my telly so when I hover over some of the the, the icons it usually gives me the trailer uh-huh. or gives me like a, they, they invent a trailer if it doesn't have one mm-hmm. and it just gives me like a minute and a half of the movie. But for some reason it's now just started playing things or it certainly just played the witches and, just, and I thought is this the trailer? This looks like the intro. And I let it go right to the Erica story, and I thought, "Oh, this movie is good." So and I, it, it? I say, and I say, "No, I didn't watch it then." But I says, "That's my next pick." <laughs> so I didn't watch it until today, but it was just because Netflix played it automatically for me. So it was like a sign from Netflix. Don't do that next or in two weeks, just in case you pick something really, really shit. I, I can't promise that I will pick something shit. <laughs> uh, so that was the witches. It was Scott's pick, and we'll be back after this, which you might guess. <laughs> Is the same clip we mentioned <laughs> earlier <laughs> to close out the show. This one here, aye. Thanks, Jiper. Thank you. Bye bye, Jiper. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, have you been watching anything else this week? Well, it's almost at an end, but uh, Love Island mm-hmm. st- again still, and it's uh, it is it's pretty good. There's a wee part of me dies every every there's, every there's week some, we sit here and you say Love Island. A wee bit inside me just crumbles away. There's some there's some good things in it, and the fact that the um, Scottish boy Anton is still in it and he's doing actually really really well. I'm glad he's doing well. And it's like it's really good to have a Scottish person on TV whose accent doesn't sound ridiculous and who isn't embarrassing us. However, his mum was on the bit on the side and she was wrecked and she <laughs> didn't. She made her a bit of an ass of herself. Ah, uh, so a clip. Uh, that there was somebody interviewing her. It was all about how she shaves his ass. She and didn't answer the question. I, I was so uh, I was cringing like fuck. But I'm glad he's doing well in the house. I've not watched any of it, but I'm glad he's come across. And f- as far as reality shows go, he's the only Scottish person to come off not looking like an utter fucking prick. Yeah, yeah. So that's why <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. 
Uh, but I still wish you would stop watching it and spend <laughs> time watching decent things. Well, this weekend is the, well. That's the thing because I watch it. I watch it with uh, with Lorna. I watch it with my wife, and I get sucked in it because it feels like real reality. However, she's also now watching uh, The Hills has come back, mm-hmm. and she'll put it on sometimes. She'll, sometimes she'll watch it if she's got time on her own. If I'm uh, not, if I'm working, and she'll like sit and watch it, and she'll watch it, on, and that's fine. But a couple of episodes. Do you mind if I watch The Hills? And I say, no, no, on you go. Mm-hmm. And then I literally. I feel pain inside my body when I'm watching scripted reality. It just it's all so nonsense and fake that I and it's just the people annoy me so much. They really, really annoy me. But the Love Island is scripted fucking reality it's, as well. It's 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 lead situations, it's not scripted. Mm. It feels real. You watch the hills and you can see bad acting for nonsense people. Yeah, I think it's all shit. It is all shit. All, all, all that stuff I sometimes Sit and watch Maiden Chelsea or The Only Way is Essex. See, those, exactly, Lena, those are the same thing. And I get so she likes watching it because it's so fucking wound up. Everybody in it that by the end of it, I'm just a raging ball of fucking anger. And it's like, oh, I love watching it with you because you, you pick up on things. But I hate it. I hate, I hate everybody that's <laughs> in it. Like, if somebody went, oh, that's so and so for Maiden Chelsea, I gotta walk up and just hit him <laughs> or her. Just be like, no, do you know what? What you're doing is TV's fucking shit. Stop yeah. it. It is. And again, I'd love to get I've, poison and turn them all into fucking mice. Aye. It's like the Kardashians <laughs> as well. They fucking... Oh. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I think, I don't know if I've said it on an episode before, but one of the worst things that that kind of reality TV has given people is thinking that normal people, it's okay for normal people to walk around using speakerphone on their regular conversations yeah. walking about the supermarket. <laughs> get the fuck. Nobody wants to hear your shit <laughs> conversation. Put it against your ear. <laughs> Uh, so apart from that fucking crud what else have you been watching uh, I don't actually think I've, I've watched anything else to be honest with you no no more old football games of that since you're such a massive football fan now no no I'm going to the, I'm going to the football game tomorrow I'll be at the sports match tomorrow <laughs> I'll be at a sports match you do wish you are American don't you yeah well do you know I yeah I used to <laughs> uh, but I really think that it is it appears to be from the outside not the country that it used to be it appears to be it is most definitely not <laughs> I know it just seems like a complete different vibe over there and um, I think I think that in our lifetime we will not only see the UK the breaking up of the UK we will also see the breaking up of the United States of America into potentially three or four countries it's too in big a, in our lifetime yeah I doubt that it's too big for them all to govern themselves I know but I doubt anything I Nothing changes. You can break it up into the 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 northeast, the the the, the west, the midwest, and the the south, and in Texas. Yeah, but then we're back to fucking square one. Yeah, I know. Warm, no, I know. <laughs> but that's the way it's going. Everybody just wants to go to Canada because they're still nice, and Mexico as well. Actually, don't don't put a wall up. Mexicans are brilliant. Well, I want to move to Japan because that's all I watch now. Is cartoon, Japanese movies. cartoon, schoolgirls, way yep. white knickers, just fucking octopus, fucking <laughs> yeah. all the time. Uh, I've watched, I've been watching the Sister Street Fighter collection. Uh, what else I watched? I watched all of the Dead Are Alive. Uh, Takashi Miki. Watched all of them. Uh, watched Branded to, Branded to Kill. Just so much. Actually, I don't. Where remember do you find it. the time to watch all this? I don't go to football. I don't go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't watch Love Island. So that's a lot of time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Spent. Uh, I. What else did I watch? Fucking. Oh no, I sat 
and it was Sunday night and my mum texted me saying that there was a package in their house for me and I was like oh, I didn't fucking order in it's an over and I opened it and it's a big quite a heavy book it's a critical critical dictionary of Japanese directors and their movies don't remember ordering it <laughs> at all apparently I ordered it at half two in the morning on the <laughs> Saturday night uh, while watching Sister Street Fighter so I've got that book that I now need to read <laughs> because I've bought it and forced myself to so uh, yeah fuck America fuck the UK I want to go to Japan fair enough I feel safe there I can imagine I'd feel safe there I like the wrestling yeah. I like their movies you stand up a mile how? you're tall <laughs> Also, racist. I got fan. Anyway, so we'll be back next week with episode 105. Did I get that right this time? Uh, this is episode 104. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 105. Uh, it, is, it should be a group pick then. Um, I can't remember what we're doing. Should be a group pick. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, okay. We'll think about it. Will we? <laughs> Yeah, we'll let you know. Make sure you're in the Facebook group or in the Flick Chat podcast app to be able to vote on potential group picks. Yeah. Don't let's, miss just, out. let's just be confident and just say oh, it's going to be a group pick. It is a group pick, yeah. So it'll be We've got to say that we actually know what we're doing. Yeah. So the polls will run, <laughs> the decisions will run on Flick Chat podcast app, uh, on Twitter and on the Facebook group. So make sure you're involved in these and probably post up something about it on Instagram if, if we can screenshot or Twitter yeah. or some nonsense like that. So get involved, get in these things, get in the social media if you want to. If you don't give a fuck and you just like listen to us, then just keep listening to us as and when the episodes drop. If you don't give a fuck and you don't like listening to us, just keep downloading and listening anyway. Just put us on mute because yeah, just play the numbers. Yeah, play counts, man. Yeah, we love it. Uh, so thank you very much for listening and we will see you guys next week. Yes, goodbye. Some people say I look like me, Dad. I get down from a treehouse sitting in the sky I wanna know just what I do 